0: When you know that you are queer But your favorite drink is beer That's gayish You can bottom without stopping But you can't stop going shopping That's gayish Oh, gayish You're probably gayish Life's just too short for narrow stereotypes so oh, it's gayish We're also gayish It's gayish with Mike and Kyle Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish,
1: the podcast that dunks its junk and funky spunk. Oh, sometimes. (laughs) If you're lucky, if he's cute. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap
0: between sexuality and actuality. And today, (laughs) at a gay bar,
1: (laughs) (laughs) season one. That's a deep cut. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to talk about circuit parties. We're going to talk
0: about circuit parties. They're like parties in a circle.
1: But electrified yeah
0: uh, yeah uh but 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 first but first (sighs) back in the studio kyle
1: what's going on mike how you feeling how you doing fine this like i
0: this is this is we've been saying it all morning doing the planning for the show because we have our business meetings right before we record that like i'm gonna be home a total of four days in october yeah and so I just I'm trying to am t- trying to enjoy this moment with you. Oh, because we're going to be virtual for I'm, the rest
1: of the month.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're
1: going to be virtual. I'm not trying to enjoy this moment with you. Okay, then let's move I'm on. I'm trying to get through it. Great.
0: <laughs>
1: JK, I can I can be in this moment. What do I see? What do I feel? What do I hear? From this moment.
0: Is that on the list? Because now it has to be. Now it is. All right, uh, here's the news. Shut your mouth hole, it's time for your ear holes. News, news, news. (laughs) Yeah, let's get right to it. (laughs) I don't know, Kyle. Sometimes I feel bad when the news is like 90 seconds in. Like oh. people who don't like the news didn't get very much show
1: before they skipped it. Oh, we can do more show before. Hey, this is still the pre-news. No, that ship has sailed, Kyle. Okay. We already played the song. We already played the song. <laughs> well, I decide that.
0: <laughs> you did play the song, though. Yeah. Just. I did. FYI. <laughs> uh, news the first. So a study came out. Well, It's not really a study, though, is it? Because it was on SurveyMonkey. Anyway, there's there's a, 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 a survey of SurveyMonkey people that just came out uh, that showed that apparently people in the United States are very, very torn about the question of whether uh, teachers should be allowed to use a student's chosen name and pronouns. Whoa. Yeah. So there, it was a collaboration between the 19th and SurveyMonkey, and they polled 20,000 adults. And four in 10 Americans believe teachers should be allowed to use a student's chosen name that aligns with their current gender identity without informing the student's parents, according to the survey's findings. So they're conflating a few things, and that's why it's like clearly not scientific. But only 40% of people said a teacher should be allowed to use a kid's chosen name and pronouns without having to out them to their parents if it's different than what's on their birth certificate. Right. Which that's like, that seems like a whole bunch of steps. So I feel less bad than the clickbaity thing of like only four in 10 Americans approve gender affirming pronoun. use. Okay. You,
1: you uh, think there's a lot of conditions on that? Yeah. That's making it. So, yeah. okay.
0: Of course, younger adults are more on board. Uh, adults aged 18 to 34 said 49% of them backed that. Uh, only 36 percent of adults aged 35 to 64 um and then surprisingly though uh better than the 35 to 64 range those those 65 and over
1: it was 40 percent wow yeah what's what's up with my age demographic and mine too huh.
0: explain yourselves older ex- millennials ex- and gen xers explain <laughs> our-
1: ourselves us <laughs> um uh, okay If this was not about trans people, if someone was using their middle name or someone just said to you, I'm a boy, like this would not be an issue. Right? It's so frustrating because no one's going to be like, oh, this you're going by your middle name, not your first name. I got to go tell your parents to make sure you're allowed to do that. Like it doesn't it's just because it's trans issues
0: right well it is also the law in several places which is just fucking infuriating and terrifying yeah uh in arkansas for instance teachers require parental approval to use a student's pronouns or name if it doesn't align with their birth certificate
1: are they checking birth certificates
0: apparently so
1: They're, the teacher does not have all the birth certificates on hand of all the kids mike
0: right i i, 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 I are you sure
1: they don't know the teachers aren't looking at birth certificates. Oh,
0: sure, but the, the yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. The school has them, though, certainly. I would think some form of I identification.
1: I don't know. I don't know how going to school works. I thought you just kind of push your kid in the door and say, <laughs> deal with
0: it, loser. Have fun. Um, yeah, uh, Dr. Angela Cade Gepford of the Children's Minnesota Gender Health Program told the advocate that there is a misconception that medical care for transgender young people involves secret conversations behind parents' backs or kids who are seen and immediately prescribed puberty blockers and hormones. Extremists also claim that doctors are performing gender confirmation surgeries on children when, in reality, none of those things are the case. Right. And um, it, so it, it's just created this weird, like... Your school is trying to trans your kids mm-hmm. behind your back. Be worried about that and then people get all like parental rights R- ridiculous. Yeah. People are just so fucking stupid when it comes to their children. You Jesus Christ.
1: Earn your kid's trust. If your kid isn't telling you shit, that's on you. That's not on the school. Right. That's you got to you need to get a better relationship with your child then.
0: Well, and if you are a no no child of mine is going to be trans. Your kid's probably going to kill themselves. Yeah. So, like, that that's on you yeah. also. Yeah. So, like, get your shit together.
1: Get your shit together. It might ex-
0: save your kid's life.
1: Yep. <sighs> in this moment with you, Mike. <laughs> in We're moment. in this moment here
0: in the studio. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, news the second. You ready for this? Yeah. Another new study oh. uh, that is reporting that the use of AI technologies in schools is... Posing a risk to LGBTQ students and could infringe on their rights. Um, So this uh, was released on Wednesday, the 20th of of September last week. And uh, researchers found that tech used to block explicit adult content and flag students at risk of self-harm or harming others are putting already vulnerable students at risk, particularly those who are LGBTQ plus disabled or students of color. So basically, they're using AI technology in some places in schools to determine if the browsing history of a person at the fucking library indicates that they are potentially suicidal or uh, uh, um, other other risk factors. But that is overwhelmingly flagging uh, students of color, disabled students and queer students. And then in depending on the jurisdiction, causing them to be outed. Hmm. (laughs) right because then the school calls the parents and is like our ai internet babysitter says that timmy is gay my god what are we going to do about it
1: can you imagine like you go to school because you're probably not you don't want to search on it at home where someone may look at your laptop so you go to school to try to search for things and try to get information and even that's not safe yep yep where do you go if you can't go to the library at school
0: yep Absolutely. I guess
1: you just use your phone. (laughs) Uh, The
0: the Center for Democracy and Technology polled 1,029 students from 9th to 12th grade, 1,018 parents of 6th to 12th grade students, and 1,005 teachers of 6th to 12th grade students, and found that almost 30% of queer students reported that either themselves or another student had been outed as queer...
1: Wow, what, oh, a third of students reported that? Damn.
0: Of queer students. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, um, That's a lot. And half of all queer students said that they or another pupil had been disciplined for doing something online, only compare, compared to 39% of straight students. Hmm. Uh, nine in ten teachers said that they are using AI monitoring technology of some kind on school devices.
1: Wow. I had no idea they were doing that.
0: And four in ten stu- teachers also said their school monitors their students' personal devices.
1: What?
0: This monitoring takes place both in and outside school hours, uh, with 38% of teachers reporting that they monitor out-of-school time. I I don't know how that's possible, unless... I don't know. I don't know. Like, you have to you- install this spyware on your phone because you're my student? I don't know how any of that works. Uh, But that seems pretty fucking stupid, if you ask me. bit
1: of an overreach.
0: Yeah, a bit of an overreach. Anyway, uh, it's really scary. And uh, I think that there's a lot of concern that is well-founded that AI is going to do the wrong thing, Mm -hmm. right? Large language models are trained on the Internet, which is fucking racist and homophobic and ableist. And that therefore llms are going to inherently be racist <laughs> homophobic and ableist and so I, I, I don't know like it's it's a real danger right like the, the 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 world is built for white people and if 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 ai white able-bodied christian people and if ai is catering to them at the expense of other groups it's just going to perpetuate all of the shitty problems that we've already experienced in yeah, life yeah. So yeah
1: we need a gay version of the movie her yeah i guess it'd just be called him
0: yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that it's almost happening to me on grinder already (laughs) you're falling for
1: some bots there's
0: so many bots out there and they're getting better uh, like not great but better at like seeming human
1: and they're very handsome
0: they're all yeah yeah
1: they're all in the military and need money
0: they are yep that's true (laughs) And uh they all they all work in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway. Sorry, kids. Just I I don't know. Hang in there. I don't know what I have no I have nothing.
1: You don't have to this you just have to report the news. You don't have to give them advice on how to do deal with it. Well that's true.
0: News the third. Great. Uh, The state of California has signed, uh, the governor has signed four pieces of legislation that are aimed at strengthening protections and providing better support for queer youth in California. Oh, great. Uh, The measures include AB5, which sets out implementation timelines for queer cultural competency training by public school teachers and staff. Oh, the establishment of an advisory task force to identify queer pupil needs across the state. That's SB 857 and AB 223, which requires any petition for a minor to change their sex markers to be kept confidential by the court.
1: Oh, so kind of oppositesies.
0: Yeah. As well as this SB 407 directs the Department of Social Services to amend the foster care vetting process to make sure that queer youth in the foster system are not placed in anti queer foster homes. Uh, this law will offer better protections for extremely vulnerable queer young people in the state. Um, Gavin Newsom, who like is just a, kind of a daddy, r- really, <laughs> um, uh, signed those bills right after he vetoed a piece of legislation that would make parents' affirmation of their child's gender a factor in child custody hearings.
1: That seems like it could go both ways.
0: It seems like
1: it could go both ways. Depending on the judge or, yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, the governor said that he chose not to sign that bill because courts in the state are already required to consider a child's health, safety and welfare when determining the best interests of a child in these proceedings. And that includes a parent's affirmation of their child's gender.
1: Mm. Oh yeah. The affirmation of gender is part of healthcare for your trans kid. So you should be required to follow medical <laughs> like guidelines or recommendations. Yep. I think that this kind
0: of thing is going to continue to get worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Like, us left coast states are going to continue to do the right thing be on the right side of history and i I, I think that red states are going to keep digging their heels in using trans people as a wedge issue and and erode queer rights as much as they possibly can because that's easier to spoon feed to your sheeple i guess than anything else
1: yeah I, but I wonder if the like after the presidential election if it's gonna die down a little bit like i wonder if a lot of this is to get your name out there during the election yeah
0: possible i'm not gonna hold my breath though
1: yeah i yeah there's no reason there's no reason to have hope because well
0: it also depends on who wins right if biden if biden wins i think it gets worse Mm -hmm. i don't think they just go like oh well we lost (laughs) and stop right yeah yeah. we'll see Mm -hmm. anyway thanks california i hope that you're legislation trends are rub off on states like Nevada and Idaho that are pretty close to you and shitty
1: yeah California rub off on people near you
0: yeah just (laughs) just come all over their faces with your legislation jizz <laughs> that's the news
1: <laughs> speaking of people i want to rub off
0: <laughs> have come on your face <laughs> thanks to the
1: following patreon members uh who support us by going to patreon.com slash podcast thank you to troy oh troy just oh Tro- just troy. no Nope. Oh, there's oh, another name here and Tro- <laughs> troy knew when troy signed up that this was Shermerhorn. Shermerhorn. That's Shermerhorn. I think that's it. Shermerhorn. Shermerhorn. Can I see it? Yeah. How would you say that? Oh, fancy pronunciation name guy. I
0: would say Shermerhorn.
1: Right. <laughs> this is the last time you double check my work, asshole. Um, Randy. We
0: both know that's not. True. I know.
1: Nor nor should it be. Uh, Randy Salgentinger. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> mm, e. Elijah Michael Sch- <laughs> <laughs> I'm falling apart. I don't know how I'm gonna go on with this episode. Elijah Michael Schweikert and here, I'm gonna give you this <laughs> Schweikert? Schweikert. Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe Schweikert, but it's
1: probably Schweikert. Schweikert. Um and Huck the Rigger. Huck the Rigger. Uh, thank you to our Patreon members. If you want to support us by directly giving us money, mm-hmm. then get our Venmo's. If you want to indirectly give us money, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Yep.
0: Yep. And we'll take it.
1: And we'll take it. <laughs> good. So good. You want to talk
0: about circuit parties?
1: Let's talk about circuit parties. Let's talk about circuit parties. Let's talk about parties that circuit
0: (laughs) um so this was a patreon vote i i have uh, been victorious again
1: yes you um as per usual most months you tend to win the patreon vote
0: which when i wrote it down i didn't realize how popular it was going to be i really thought that maybe it was going to be close the three choices this month were circuit parties employee resource groups and the third one film festivals film
1: festivals (laughs) i knew film festivals wasn't going to be it but yeah yeah it's just—it's interesting to
0: me that, like, as boring and corporate as ERGs sound, that like film festivals
1: are worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to do employee resource groups for our bonus uh, Patreon uh, episode. episode. Month, so, yeah. so join Patreon for that, and we have like. 40 some odd other episodes if you want to if you're caught up on gayish and want more episodes to listen to
0: yeah fucking Dan used to keep track of how many hours of patreon content there was and we stopped
1: yeah we didn't do that it's probably a lot though it's probably a lot it's at least 45 hours of bonus episodes easy easy yeah Yeah. Um, this was also a survey request circuit parties was also a survey request so that's where it was on the the idea list from that survey. So whoever sent this in in the survey, thanks so much for doing that. Um now we have to talk about it.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna talk about it.
1: So here 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 we go. We're talking about circuit parties. Circuit parties, I'm a
0: little bit worried. Okay, that uh I have a personal sort of I guess negative opinion of circuit parties and I'm afraid of offending people that go to
1: them because they are very popular. They are super popular and like hot popular people go to them. Yeah. So like these are the people. Oh, they're not listening to us anyway. That's true. They're listening to cooler podcasts like The Reed.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to talk to you about the history of circuit parties, though. Okay. What do you know about the history of circuit parties? Nothing. You you didn't read any of it? Nope. I avoided all
1: data on it.
0: If you had to guess, what decade would you think was the first one? 70s. The 1970s. Good work, Kyle. Yeah. A point for me. A point for Kyle. Ding. Um, we can't afford a real bell. <laughs>
1: we can't afford a bell, so we have to <laughs> do our own sound effects.
0: Um, yeah. So the roots of circuit parties were, uh, in in the uh, what were called disco parties, starting in the 1970s. And I can only imagine how many disco songs they must have played. Oh my god! They they lasted only one night, and were held in a. Uh, larger venues in big cities primarily new york um that's really where they got their start but other other metros also um san francisco los angeles etc and uh but the first set of like theme-centered gay parties were started by this place called the saint in the east village in 1980 so the saint they had a dome covered dance floor that they had a dome suspended in midair over the dance floor with a planetarium mechanism that projected stars into the dome over the dance floor and uh, they did it uh, every weekend starting in september and then that got bigger and bigger as a uh, thing and so it kind of reminds me a little bit of like fetish night at cc's oh yeah right like once a month you know the first saturday of the month is going to be gear night up there and it's just turned into a bigger and bigger thing and they like rearrange the furniture like do it it, it. so that's how circuit parties really got started was like by having special themed nights Mm. like that Hmm. um Let's see. So there was a another circuit party uh, that was started by a guy named Corbett Reynolds. Uh, He was in.
1: (gasps) That's my dog's name. Oh, oh,
0: is is it Corbett?
1: Corbett. My dog (laughs) Corbett. No, Reynolds. That's my dog's name.
0: Corbett. I bet his name is Corbett, but it's spelled Corbett. Corbett. Corbett Reynolds. Sure. Uh Columbus, Ohio based artist, nightclub owner in the late 70s and he wanted to have quote a one night party to end all parties and i uh, wanted it to be designed around the theme color of red and started calling it the Red Party.
1: Ooh, I've which I heard of this.
0: Yeah, a lot of circuit parties are just a color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know why. Yeah,
1: the the theme is just a color
0: and um now the red party that you're thinking of where everybody wears the red dresses red Mm -hmm. dress party is not this and and, i mean it might be like the the spiritual successor of this but um the 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 red party um uh died when mr reynolds died
1: (laughs) oh mike you can't laugh at that all right (laughs) he's dead whatever what's he gonna say about Uh,
0: it on the 25th anniversary of the red party the theme of which was to have been rome mr reynolds died and uh, the people in charge of his estate uh decided to retire the concept so
1: yeah it's like hey here's this party do you want to plan it now like no yeah, absolutely not. No,
0: but they are incredibly profitable, which I thought was really, really interesting. Really? Um, there are even cities that sort of have embraced the big circuit parties like um, White Party in in Palm Springs. Th- they for a long time fought it and then they elected a gay mayor. And now suddenly they're realizing uh. like, oh, there's actually millions of dollars of revenue into the tourist industry here.
1: All it takes is a gay mayor to turn your city around. Everyone elect gay mayors. Right.
0: Elect gay mayors. They're great.
1: They're great. They'll, they'll celebrate circuit <laughs> so, parties.
0: So ours wasn't so great. Oh, yeah. As you might recall. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, so,
0: so circuit parties went through a sort of a transformation, understandably, when AIDS uh, started rearing its ugly head on our community the parties sort of pivoted to becoming like benefit parties like we're gonna raise money for this thing that's happening um but then also just being a a period of 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 fear there was a lot of judgment and stigma associated with sex and queer promiscuity drug use all of this um sort of i guess tainted the image of what was just like a get together and dance kind of a vibe yeah um let's see in the early 90s so hiv aids we learned a lot more about how it's transmitted and we learned about uh, treatment options we didn't have prep yet but things were getting better in that space uh that's really when the modern day circuit party got started and they just started getting bigger and bigger like trying to outdo each other Hmm. so so promoters would turn events from one party into like a series of parties at various venues nearby so that you would have like a three day or longer party.
1: God, that sounds exhausting. I
0: know it sounds exhausting when, and, um, I've, I've heard more than once that like, that's why, that's why Tina is so popular Mm. in circuit parties because you got to be on something to make it through all this shit. (laughs) Um, In the 90s, the circuit party scene was, this is from the New York Times, was fueled by ecstasy, much as the rest of the club scene was. Now it's GHB and methamphetamine, better known as crystal meth or Tina. Not only does crystal meth give revelers the stamina to stay up for three days without a nap, it can also enable marathon and often unprotected sex sessions. And in fact, a lot of gay men's health organizations have stopped sponsoring circuit parties because they fear that it looks like they're endorsing drug use. So the like association between circuit party equals drugs is very firmly like ensconced.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's a good venue to promote safe sex or pro- I wonder if those were venues to promote information about AIDS and prevention and all that, like that would be a good time and place to educate people on it.
0: Yeah. Uh, they, they certainly, they certainly could be there's um, I'll, I'll get to that okay. in, in just, in just a second. Well, I'm thinking about it. The reason that they're called circuit parties is um, that it, it is like a circuit at a gym. So
1: <laughs> that's what's gayer than circuit party. The fact that it's based on a gym term.
0: Yeah. The The, the New York Times said that, uh, let's see. Although the parties were initially run by nightclubs or nonprofit health organizations, professional promoters saw an opportunity to turn them into money-making all-weekend events. Gay men began referring to the far-flung events as the circuit after circuit training routines at the gym. One example was you do a pool party from noon to five, a tea dance from five to nine, a main event from nine to four a.m. and after hours party from four a.m. until noon. And that's when the next pool party starts. So,
1: oh, (laughs) my God, I'm like, do I have the energy to go play games with my friends tonight? Right. For several hours in a row.
0: Right. Right.
1: Much less. Of course, it's all it's named after Jim because like it's the Jim gays that go to these kinds of things.
0: Absolutely, that's one of the one of the big stereotypes and and uh, criticisms yeah. of, of of circuit parties. So there was actually a, a big they, the Wikipedia article says a peak and decline in popularity in the two thousands, and the the total number of of events got big and then started to decline, and the the New York Times again uh, was trying to figure out why and they determined that at least in part it had to do with competition that Mm -hmm. all of these places were starting to try to do outdo each other as much as possible and so instead of having these like uh concentrations it really spread out the market got saturated basically Mm -hmm. and they cannibalized each other yep but uh the decline in attendance was attributed to several factors. The original circuit audience that began attending circuit parties in the 80s and 90s had grown older and no longer had such an active interest in multi-day partying. The experience of AIDS changed in the context of the availability of more effective treatments. And in addition, all gay cruises, which attract upwards of 1,500 passengers at a time, have had a dramatic impact on the attendance at circuit parties. Huh. And um, but it, so since 2010, though, apparently circuit parties have had a somewhat of a resurgence. And uh, one of the thoughts about that is actually prep has made mm. these big drug and sex fueled parties m- m- safer and more attractive. There also is a bunch of work that's being done to, as, as you were saying, hand out condoms, hand out information um, make people aware of safe sex practices, and and th- there there are several of these bigger circuit parties that have started to 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 do to do that in an effort to sort of clean up clean up the image of mm-hmm. circuit parties. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's sort of the history and and where we're at. There are now a, a bunch of circuit parties that have been going on for for thirty years. Wow. And some of the some of the um some of the criticisms, some of the the controversies surrounding it. Our, our, our first well you can probably guess what they are what's what, what do you think they are
1: um that it's just hot white dudes hot white dudes
0: bing there's our <laughs> cheap bell um, yeah hot hot white dudes is is definitely um, a, a thing so while open to anyone the parties are generally viewed as social events primarily for physically fit and masculine identified white gay men what else
1: um I mean you mentioned drugs a bunch that they
0: drugs drug use is yep that's a huge criticism and the data shows us that 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 there's a lot of drugs happening
1: i have some data on this so
0: excellent uh what else what do you think
1: um that uh unsafe sex
0: unsafe sex is a a big one and absolutely true uh and and the last one and the one that i hadn't really considered until uh doing this is that uh they're expensive that one of the oh. reasons that keeps it white is is because the the price mm. there, there are a lot of circuit parties that are upwards of $400 and that doesn't include travel or lodging that's Damn. just to go to the just, party just just the ticket and then you got to buy your booze and or and drugs and, at like yeah. and and just that it, it is it is prohibitively expensive for people that aren't affluent and most affluence in the queer community is white gay men yeah so anyway yeah that's that's what that's what i got so far Anyway,
1: I have you, some you have data. I have some data that I'm going to share with you.
0: Gata, 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 Gata.
1: The classic Gata song. Yeah. You know it. You love it. Gata, 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 Gata. Um, this is a study. Gata. <laughs> Gata. This is the Circuit Party Men's Health Survey. Findings and Implications for Gay and Bisexual Men by Gordon Mansheer, Grant Colfax, Gary Marks, Mar- Melissa Raider. Robert Guzman and Susan Butchbinder. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, Butchbinder. Yeah. If you're a trans mass person, you may need a book butch binder. That's true. <laughs> Don't wear it all day, though. Absolutely true. It's not safe. Um, this came out in 2001, and they studied... They surveyed 295 gay and bisexual men from the San Francisco Bay Area who had attended a circuit party in the previous year. Okay. Now, one of the reasons that I picked this is because they didn't just have information about sex and drugs. They also had motivations for why people attend circuit parties. Okay, great. So, I wanted to... like.
0: Was just like a checkbox that said because it's fun.
1: (laughs) Fun, because you like fun. Um I mean, kind of. Ninety eight percent of people said that the reason was to listen to music and dance. Great. That's a good reason to attend a circuit party.
0: I suppose so. Yeah. Um you can do that in your kitchen if you want.
1: That's true. It's much cheaper. (laughs) I don't have to fly anywhere. Uh ninety seven percent said to be with friends. Great. You can also do that in your kitchen if you want to, but
0: Yeah. Yeah then you gotta feed them
1: you gotta feed them do and the dishes after they leave yeah mm. yeah that's true friends are a burden <laughs> <laughs> you're right mike <laughs> don't get new friends uh
0: then we get to 97 percent. though that surprises me because i i think the implication there then is that almost everyone goes to be with or see friends right like yeah like i don't think of that as being a group activity but I guess it is. Yeah. But I'm not in that scene. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. 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 It seems like that's a huge part of it because then it steps down to 78%. So like those two are the big reasons why people go 78% to look at or be around beautiful men. Sure. 72% meet new people, make new friends. Yeah. I would think that you'd have like your circuit party friends that are like, a separate set of people that you just run into at all these circuit parties.
0: Yeah. I did read uh, a little bit about there, there, there was like a circuit party uh, network, uh, especially in the earlier days of like all of these men from all of these different cities that would see each other the three times a year when they were at the same circuit party and um, that they, they started to like, recognize each other and build relationships and friendships in the days before social media. It was just like, we go to the same random ass circuit parties all over the country. So
1: that happened to me when I was in college, I would like have friends that I would only hang out with when we were going to underage drink. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, like we didn't hang out outside of that. We just were like, if we, it was a weekend and we wanted to go underage drink. We, yeah. that was the person we called to figure out if someone could get alcohol or
0: I joined a fraternity.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see uh 65 said it's a feeling of community yeah okay you, you do probably feel pretty gay at a circuit party
0: i bet so yeah
1: it's, i mean what's gayer than going to a circuit party other than actual anal intercourse
0: yeah which happens at some I circuit mean, parties that might be so. part
1: of your circuit party plans yeah.
0: um apparently the um the black party is one where that's known for like full-on fucking yeah at the party mm. anyway good
1: i have some data Um, 57% said get high on drugs sure so you know I mean more than half more than half but it's not up there at like I would expect this to have been much higher like as when you think of circuit parties I think immediately of like hot annoying dudes going and doing drugs like those are what I think of and so it's not up there as one of the top few reasons that people go yeah so you know it's a little bit lower than I expected
0: But also more than half. (laughs) But also more than,
1: you're right, more than half. Um, 53% said to feel desirable.
0: I get that, girl. What? Like, it can be validating if you're one of those people.
1: Yeah, if you're hot and have a nice body, then you get, then you're like, here's a venue to show off my hot body. Right. But if you're not one of those... Right. I just imagine, I, yeah. We'll talk about it. we. I've never been, so it, it, I just mean anything. This I think the circuit party is my worst fear. Forty-six uh, percent said to escape everyday life. Thirty percent said have sex.
0: Wow, that surprises me because it's low. Because it's low.
1: Yeah, yeah. The huh. yeah, do drugs and have sex. Not. Again, like not the top two reasons that people are going to this.
0: Apparently, 20 something percent are just doing the drugs part. Just
1: the drugs. <laughs> um, maybe they're not the motivation for attending. Maybe the motivation for attending isn't having sex, but like maybe it sex happens. still happens. Uh, you okay. know?
0: That's true. Uh, only 10%. Yeah, per- did they ask what, what do you do there or why? What do you, what do you hope to do there? Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. And only 10% said they go to get drunk on alcohol. How many percent? 10.
0: Okay. See, this is how I know I don't belong there. (laughs) Well, (laughs) because all I want to do is get drunk. (laughs) And that's not why those people are there.
1: Yeah. So, onto the drugs, nearly all of the respondents reported using a psychoactive drug during their most recent circuit party weekend. Nearly all. Nearly all of them did. Great. So, yeah, although it was not a top motivator, it is still nearly everyone that's doing drugs while there. Um, only 11% consumed alcohol exclusively. Again, this goes to your, yeah. like, the point of a party for me is to drink alcohol, not... I am if they're counting that as being
0: psychoactive, though, like, because... No,
1: no, I, no? I, I think they inc- excluded drinking from that. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, among and
0: whether they did or not, it's only eleven percent, so whatever,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,, yeah. um, among men using drugs, the number of different drugs ranged from one to seven.
0: Oh, God.
1: Can you imagine seven? I don't
0: know if I can name seven drugs, Kyle. <laughs> well, <butrin. laughs>
1: trintellix. Um, the median was three. Most men had taken ecstasy or ketamine or both, as well as other substances during the weekend,
0: great. okay.
1: A median of three, even three drugs is a lot of drugs to be. Doing it at the same time in my mind. Yeah. yeah G H B and something else is a easy mix. Seventy-four uh. percent did drugs at the at the party. Sure. And many of them were on the dance floor in the bathroom.
0: Do did the drugs, the drugs? The drugs. drugs, part. The okay, drugs. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so you go and uh it's not like a pre-game drugs thing. Two yeah. two it... three so during the game. Quarter. Yeah. It's a it's a, a mid game decision. Yeah. On the fly. On the field. On the field, yes. <laughs> Sports metaphor. So good. Doing it goodly. Um, and sex partners. What percentage of respondents reported multiple sex partners during the weekend? Multiple sex partners? Mm-hmm. Sixty. Twenty nine percent. Wow. So including oral and anal,
0: which great. I or, do
1: I do I do include <laughs> both and I do both um, 9% had sex at the event
0: that seems low to me but okay
1: really yeah. I mean at like at the party it's like
0: I mean I never been to one and the image that I have in my head of one is that there's lots of dicks doing lots of things
1: like yeah like on the dance floor though yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Of of those 9% that had sex at the event half of those were on the dance floor great and 39% were in a restroom Great. Restroom seems like a better place to go because you can like close the door and not be like in the middle of the dance floor. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't like that.
1: What part of it?
0: Bathroom sex. Just oh, I don't know.
1: Because you're right by a toilet, and everything is
0: always so like wet and gross and like just potentially stinky and like. I, there's nothing to lay down on i don't know it's just yeah
1: I don't not know. not a hot venue for sex right but there's like a, something risky about it that's it's true. exciting that's true i get that yeah let's see uh 63 percent reported seeing condoms <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
1: i think <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, there's, there's
0: condoms right next to the lube in my nightstand I see them. I see them. I see you, condoms. <laughs> there. I see
1: you. And 30% reported taking condoms. <laughs> Holding them in their hand <laughs> and caressing this will, them. <laughs> this will make a funny balloon joke <laughs> <laughs> while I'm here. Oh, it's yep. like a pool party. You can inflate it. That'd be yeah. funny. Um, I, so I pictured them as this is, I think, part of why I mentioned the desire to promote safer sex practices is i think i imagine them like having condoms trying to like you said like kind of make their image a little bit better
0: yeah yeah i'm sad about some of the data kyle
1: what part of it mike
0: the drugs part
1: oh about how much drugs they do
0: yeah i am a naive sheltered child when it comes to like drugs Mm -hmm. i've done so few of them i don't pay attention to like my surroundings much i guess i remember how fucking just shocked and appalled i was when somebody asked if they could do cocaine at my house and like but there's coke everywhere apparently mm-hmm. like i just am I, anyway so i think i have some like prudish like judgy hang-ups about 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 drugs and so the the idea that like in my head circuit parties equal drugs i was kind of hoping that that was false Mm. but it sounds like it's true yeah
1: that that one does seem true what did i say nearly all the respondents reported using a psychoactive drug so Hmm. that part of it does seem to be true yeah i think it's i mean just imagine someone that doesn't drink yeah like you know, they may <laughs> you view. You looked right at Derek. I did. <laughs> he's not judgy about it, so I shouldn't have done that. But like,
0: yeah, he's not. And, and but people in L- in Los Angeles at the live show get by trying to buy him alcohol. <laughs> yeah, he's not being rude. He just doesn't do that. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Taking a swing and a miss on yeah. that one. Sorry, don't buy Derek a alcoholic drink. Um, but like you know, everyone has kind of their lines. Someone may not drink and may be judgmental of people that get drunk and and sloppy. Like. You know, yeah, I get it. So I I just hope that they have someone like that would be a good place to have like a doctor on hand to like help with you know, potential overdoses or, or like risks. Like,
0: Apparently some years at the white party or white parties, um, they do have doctors and other medical staff and they wear red tank tops so you can identify them. And I oh,
1: think that's adorable. That is cute. Well, do you, <laughs> then do you have to be hot as a doctor in because like if you're wearing a tank top, you would think so. <sighs> yeah. I just picture a certain body type as them giving tank tops out to them. Yeah. I don't wear tank tops. Mm. Mm. Well, that's the Gator.
0: Great, thank you for that. You're
1: welcome, Mike.
0: As disappointing as it was for me, <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, sorry to disappoint. I mean, I want to, I wanted to give. You're right that I want circuit parties to try to give them a benefit of the doubt. the The part that that most people are there to like hang out with friends and dance, like yeah. that. That was a little bit of a glimmer of hope that you know it's not. The point is not. Oh, cool. I get to finally do some drugs now. I'm probably doing drugs anyway. If you're, you know, so, you know, the point, there's a little bit more of a good, positive reason to go as, as your motivation than I expected. So that's good. Yeah. I was trying to give circuit parties the benefit of the doubt because I have such a negative view of them. Yeah. And people that go to them. Yeah and i don't want to because i know it's based on and having never attended one it's it's based on some of these stereotypes which it sounds like some are are true and yeah. Yeah. i it, don't know maybe others aren't
0: there's also the academic exercise of like you want to do drugs and fuck great go for it right like why it doesn't have to be for me right f- i but i don't have to like judge it either right yeah <laughs> like,
1: yeah, so. yeah that's true I think this is where like promoting safer practices for drug use including having like doctors on hand on stuff like that's a great safer method or, like sharps
0: containers or what's that you know like the the things that like you could put your oh, needles put in your, here yeah or, yeah yeah or, or
1: like testing things to make sure like there's no fentanyl, fentanyl in strips, here. yeah yeah so those are like safer things I don't know how much of those these these things these circuit parties do but that would be
0: they must do some because like oh i I did where did that go? I had some d- data mm, uh, I know you bitch. i know <laughs> i know, I know that was was saying that the uh the the number of of overdoses has gone down oh in, in they think in part because of safety uh initiatives like that's great, doctors and testing and um information and Yeah, so.
1: Hmm, that's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, You ready? You ready for this? I'm ready for it. All right. We're going to play a game called Circuit Party or Laundry Detergent. (laughs) Are you ready? Yes. Okay, I'm going to name a thing. You're going to tell me whether it is a brand of laundry detergent or a circuit party. Are you ready for this?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right. How about... This is hilarious. Let's go with Cheer uh,
1: laundry detergent.
0: Correct. Um ha- keeping track of my points. How about uh, Black and Blue?
1: Uh Circuit Party.
0: That is a circuit party in yeah. Montreal.
1: Yeah. Oh, what's up Canada?
0: Yep. Uh how about Nerma?
1: Nerma. Uh laundry detergent.
0: That is a laundry detergent. Ooh, you are correct. Yeah.
1: Uh how- I've never heard of that laundry detergent.
0: How about How about Daz?
1: That sounds like Dad's which is sounds like daddy, so I'm going to go uh, circuit party.
0: That is a brand of laundry detergent. Oh,
1: uh, Daz? Yeah. How about Blue Ball? <laughs> I mean, that should better be a circuit party.
0: It's a circuit party in <laughs> Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's... Uh, how about Motor Ball?
1: Mo- I mean, it has ball in it, so unless you're trying to trick me, I'm going to say circuit party.
0: It's a circuit party in Detroit. How about Biz?
1: Uh, i'm going to go laundry detergent
0: that is a laundry detergent well done, yeah. Kyle yeah uh, how about cherry pop ooh i 'm going to say circuit party that 's a circuit party That's... in
1: washington d c that sounds like a slutty one. How about f-wheel? wheel 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 uh laundry detergent that
0: is a detergent ooh um brute circuit party that is a circuit party in multiple u s cities. You're kicking ass, Kyle.
1: Wow. Br- there's multiple. Brute is popular enough of a name that multiple cities need to have it.
0: Yep. And the U has an umlaut over it. Brute. Brute. <laughs> uh, ball in Blanc.
1: I'm going to say Circuit Party.
0: That's a circuit party in Montreal.
1: Oh, Montreal again.
0: Yep. Uh, let's see. How about Bold? Uh, I'm going to go laundry detergent. That's a laundry detergent. Arena.
1: Ooh. That one, I'm not getting any vibes from that so i'll go laundry detergent
0: that is a circuit party in mexico oh and breeze
1: breeze laundry detergent
0: that is a detergent you got almost all of them right kyle you only missed two i only missed two you are very good at circuit parties and or laundry detergents
1: this is a hilarious concept and i love it so much (laughs) i only wanted this podcast to be laundry detergent or circuit party that's that's just what every episode is going to be from here on out you're super good at it because mostly because i'm good at it also because it's really funny yeah (laughs) um should i tell you what i found on reddit yeah what do you find on reddit uh let's ask reddit uh two questions that i want to talk about uh one is are circuit parties all just about sex no apparently they're about drugs apparently they're about (laughs) drugs folks come on so one of the responses was sex and drugs.
0: Okay, great. <laughs> so, um,
1: someone else said that they're they're honestly what you make of them. Yes, the guys are usually significantly hotter and wear more revealing clothing. Yes, there's a fuck ton of ecstasy plus coke plus G being done. Maybe that's the combination of three. I said there was a median of three: okay. ecstasy, coke, and G.
0: Okay, great. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't know, like what ratios to use or like oh. when to take them or in what order. Um, and backing up to like, like hot dudes not wearing very much. Uh, there's, uh, there's a quote, uh, Scott Larson who manages a sports medicine center in Los Angeles said, quote, circuit parties are just an excuse for guys to check out the latest in men's underwear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> seems about right. Yep. Uh, I wonder how it feels to go there with like a non gym body. Like
0: it probably depends on the circuit party. Like yeah. I, I, I think that like, Uh, Some circuit parties cater to different audiences. There are some that would be better than others. I think like there are some circuit parties that apparently have a a bunch of dudes like in their fifties and sixties that go. Hmm. Um, That's awesome. And that doesn't mean that they don't have gym bods, but it it means that they are more likely, I think to not have perfect bods.
1: or like the idea is like you're in your twenties or thirties and you know, have that, uh, Another answer to our circuit party just about sex. Got invited to three orgies after though. Great. Um, and this we were talking about friends. Someone said there's a difference between actual friends who you can depend on and friends you make while drunk partying your tits off, who you literally will not see or hear from until the next time you run into each other. Yeah. Both are valid, tbh. And I think that's true. Like I think it's fine to have your drunk party friends. Like yeah. the there's all friends don't have to be personal close best friends for them to have a useful function and valid kind of friendship.
0: Yeah. I, I I think of my friendships and relationships as being like an onion, right? Like you've got, you've got the core innermost layer, but there's, there's layers of different quality and investment um, that Mm -hmm. are, that are valid for different reasons.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have a hard time with like friends that I've been bad at keeping up with. I always feel guilty about that.
0: Oh, I mean, I know th- that's, they're not doing a great job of keeping up with you either. Then, I guess not. Right.
1: That's just maybe that's just life that I need to get over. Yeah. That people just you don't keep in touch with every single person. Yeah. God, I need to call my dad. <laughs> do you want to do it now on the air? <laughs> no. Let's hear that conversation, Mike. Oh, Jesus. Um. Someone else asked what to expect at a gay circuit party. Um, Drugs music sex Dancing. sex um so this one said uh, i've only been to two laundry detergent <laughs> oh no i accidentally showed up to a laundry detergent oh, foam bubbles oh yeah yeah toss that in the pool great splash, splash don't drink that water um only been to two so not an expert I mean, don't drink the water in the pool at a gay anything that's very true <laughs> that's a thick stew right there oh Um, only been to two. So not an expert, but my advice as a young black guy is this one, the atmosphere can be fun, but mainly house EDM or sometimes techno feel, um, wear something open. Don't worry about whether you have a hot boy, summer body. Just make sure you're something in, in something light and breathable because it can get hot as fuck. Great. That kind of makes sense. Even though I would never do that.
0: You could could wear a skirt, Kyle.
1: Oh, it's true.
0: breezy. You've mentioned that that is like a a, a refreshing feeling.
1: (laughs) It's so nice to feel the breeze on your underpants. Mm -hmm. Um, Three, uh, I haven't been to one that includes drinks in the price. It'll be cheaper to buy beforehand and pregame. The drinks there are wildly expensive. So let's see. You may want to bring water because it's easy to get dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. number four pack spare condoms or make sure to start prep a week before because there will be a decent amount of people looking for sex on the dance
0: floor hold please i don't think that's how prep is supposed to work i don't don't think starting and stopping prep like on your own unless that's what your doctor is saying to do don't that's not great
1: but don't uh, don't you uh, like start prep uh, isn't it two weeks that it takes to be effective
0: this conversation is illustrating the point kyle like i don't i don't I don't know. I think that you're right. I think that it takes a while for it to get to maximum efficacy. I also don't know if starting and stopping and starting and stopping is approved or allowed. Like, it might be bad.
1: Well, you can do the the PEP. Use it as PEP.
0: You can use it as PEP. That's true.
1: So, anyway, do whatever your doctor recommends, but get on your prep beforehand so that you can have sex there.
0: I guess we should do the, like the more you know rainbow moment of, sure. like pep is post-exposure prophylaxis, prophylaxis so prep is pre-exposure prophylaxis so that you take it every day and that prevents you from uh, uh getting sero uh, converting if if you if you if you are exposed and then post-exposure prophy- prophylaxis is you have had a uh an exposure of some kind but you weren't on prep so you take a, a larger dose of PrEP medications after the fact to prevent it.
1: Yeah. And usually you want to start your PEP within 72 hours of exposure. So yeah. like this is one of those things where you need to be like, you go to an ER or urgent care or something to get a doctor to prescribe it right away.
0: Yeah. It, to, to make a, like, a, a pregnancy. <laughs> to make a... <laughs> To make it about pregnancy,
1: like well, prep is like being on the pill and pep is like the morning after pill. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's a good. I think that's a great way of thinking about it. Yeah.
0: Also, like not a fetus,
1: not a fetus, not even a little bit, but I still, it's a good metaphor. Yeah. Great. Why have you not been to a circuit party ever, Mike? Um. Well, first,
0: uh, I've not been invited. I don't think I have a lot of friends who are in that kind of a scene. I don't think I would want to go by myself in part because of my like weird negative judgy f- feelings about them and what goes on there. Um, In fact, I'm going through the exercise now of thinking if I were to be invited to one, if somebody was like, hey, Mike, I want to go to <sighs> decadence. I don't know. Would I?
1: Hmm.
0: Mm, probably but probably last year when I felt better about my body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah. Okay. How, how, how about you?
1: Yeah. I also, well, I've not been invited, but I also don't have friends that go. Yeah. Um, so it's not like it's Uh. I feel like some group of friends are just like, they go to all of these kinds of events and it's just part of their friendship group. So I just don't have circuit party friends. Yeah. I, don't think I know, even know anyone who would be like the circuit party type of gay. I feel like that, like, this is a type of gay, is the circuit party gay. Yeah. And I don't think I'm a friend of Circuit so Queens, with, right? That's yeah, yeah. the name. Yeah. Um, if I were invited, I probably would not go to one. Yeah. I would just feel, I think I already feel uncomfortable about my body, mm. much less in a room full of shirtless dudes that all have great gym bodies Mm -hmm. i i think it would be recipe for making me feel really bad about myself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe there you're right that maybe there are variety parties maybe if there was like a more like a bear party or a like yeah we're regular human kind of circuit party i don't know if that if any of them are known for that but if there was one that was like what
0: the gayish? We're gonna start a circuit party called Regular Human.
1: Regular, <laughs> come on down to Regular Human, where you don't have to have gym body just to fit in. Yeah. You can fit in just the way you are. Come on, Regular Body,
0: Regular Human Ball,
1: Regular Human, the Regular Human Ball. And tickets are twenty dollars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you don't get anything.
1: You get before. nothing for that. You just get the privilege of being there. And then drinks are a hundred dollars <laughs> each. Bring your own drugs, BYOD. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I don't know. I. I. I, I said like I think circuit parties are my worst nightmare. Mm. Like mm-hmm. being in that kind of environment i i judge myself based on how i look and compare myself to other people just walking down the street just being at a gay bar Mm. like looking at instagram you Mm. know the the, these i feel like are also like instagram gays too you know like that feels like there's an overlap between those yeah and i feel a little bit bad that i have this judgment of circuit parties but i don't know maybe (sighs) people are why, why do you think you feel bad because maybe they're super accepting and maybe they don't care. And maybe even though they have hot bodies, they don't care if everyone has the same kind of body. And maybe some people will like the way I look just fine. And I'm being too, you know, and, and, and my judgment of them is really just a judgment of myself and not actually a judgment of the circuit party itself. So yeah, yeah. I, it's hard to unpack what's, what's the circuit party and what's just me and my own feelings about myself. Yeah. Makes sense. Someone on Instagram did you see this comment posted mm. like the one on the left which was me uh, oh he's actually kind of cute the way he described himself I thought he was like big and gross yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so cool thanks <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> thanks for that comment appreciate it that I'm not as big and gross as I make myself out to be
0: oh you definitely not just so you know
1: thanks yeah. thanks man yeah. <laughs> appreciate
0: it um, also I don't like loud noises mm. I don't like, my personal definition of hell would be not being able to have a conversation with people. Those friends that you go to a circuit party with, I would want to talk to
1: them and not have to yell, forget, fuck, goddamn. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's just like we're a certain age where going to loud ch- ch- clubs just are s- so much, so less appealing than it used to be at one point in my life. Yeah. I hate that just yelling over music, trying to say anything, and I'm, I don't really like go out and dance anymore. Right, like right. I used to do that. Like that made a little bit more san- sense when you would just, I'm going to pound some alcohol and then go on the dance floor and dance. Yep. Like that, that kind of club environment makes, makes more sense then.
0: Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. Did we do it?
1: Yeah, we did something. We talked about circuit parties. We talked about circuit parties. Sorry if, if you're a circuit party gay. Sorry if we judged you. Uh, let us know. Let us, let us know what we got wrong. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, I love hate mail. Yeah, send it to Mike. Yeah, send it to me. Care of Mike Johnson. Should we, should we take a circuit break? Circuit break. Circuit breaker.
1: <laughs> circuit breaker. <laughs> Combo breaker.
0: Let's take a break.
1: This is the part where Mike and Kyle
0: take a break. So are we back?
1: We're back. We're back. We're going to do our Gaius stratus.
0: We're going to do our Gaius stratus, but first. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone.
1: Hey, friends.
0: Listen up, you dirty fuckers.
1: Beautiful people.
0: You, shut up. Don't listen to Kyle. (laughs) You're bad, terrible, awful people. And your only potential path to redemption is to buy tickets for our Houston show.
1: Our Houston show. It's our last show. It is on October 15th. It is at noon at Kiki in Montrose. Um, We're really excited about it. So I hope you come out. Uh, I hope you come from Dallas. I hope you come from Austin. I hope you come out to see us.
0: And if you don't, I will never speak to you again. Yeah. Forever. No.
1: That'll make doing this podcast very challenging. So you have to come out and see us. That's, we would love to see you there. That's right. Go to GayishPodcast.com slash live.
0: Yes. Do it right now. Fuckers. Local gay bar review. Hooray. Hooray. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about this adorable place called Cranberry. Cranberry. In Zurich, Switzerland. It was adorable. Uh, Fun, flirty bartenders, which, like, there was no language barrier in Switzerland, basically. It's just, like, that's a part of the world where, like, everybody speaks, like, eight languages. It's so adorable, (laughs) but also kind of annoying, because, like... All I wanted to do was practice my German and like Mm. nobody, nobody was having that. Um, Was there with um, Marcy and Sarah when I was traveling for work. And uh, when we got to Zurich, there was actually a Zurich fest going on, which is this every three years, the city of Zurich shuts down and turns into a festival along the river. And um, we just happened, we did not plan it or time it or even know at Zurich Zuri Fest was happening when we got there so they didn't have any seating and they had a limited menu so I didn't really get the full cranberry experience but what I did uh do there I very much enjoyed uh three dildos
1: three dildos yeah. G- good good place to go
0: yeah absolutely
1: um Should we do our contact info? Okay. Our
0: website is gayishpodcast.com.
1: We are on socials and Instagram at gayishpodcast.
0: Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, is 5855 gayish. That's 585 542 9474. Standard rates
1: apply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com.
0: And our physical mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington 98109. Gayest and straightest. Gayest
1: and straightest. Uh, You go. Okay. My gayest is listening to the new Kim Petras album. I, what? Gay. Gay. That's pretty gay. (laughs) The song that was just playing before we started recording was Treat Me Like a Ho. Well. So there you go. I try my best. Thanks, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My straightest is not showering or doing my hair all weekend. Boy. Boy. That was going to be mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm glad I got in there first. It could be yours, too. We can both be straight in the same way. Okay. Yeah. What about you?
0: Uh, well, the gayest thing about me this week is I I wore my Your Bullshit is Bullshit shirt accidentally to work, a work meeting. <gasps> um. So I had to explain to somebody the whole, like, oh, it's a thing that I say on the podcast, blah, blah, blah. But, like, just, yeah.
1: Whoops.
0: Whoops. <laughs> I have a shirt that says your bullshit is bullshit that my gay ass podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, the straightest thing about me this week uh, is uh, uh, last night drunk. Mike thought it would be a good idea to just pour hot sauce in his mouth. You Remember <gasps> that? No. You were there.
1: I don't remember <laughs> you doing
0: that. I like did. I was like. Oh, is that it. when I
1: put it on my pizza? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you were like, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> I just
0: just tasting it, I guess. I don't know. But I just it just feels like just like pouring hot sauce in your mouth is like a straight guy.
1: Yeah. It's like someone dared you at a frat party.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, and now a listener's gaze right? to this, this week we have a voicemail, which I keep telling y'all, if you want to get yours on the air, the best thing to do is send us a voicemail, because we will probably play it.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, we're going to try this again. Hello there, fucking Kyle. Please disregard the last message I sent to you, because I messed it up completely, and then I didn't know how to restart. So, anyway... I was gonna submit me a, uh, gay and straightest, and I don't know if I said my name, this is Brandon Fetterman. Uh, your little Discord person and the happy black man that people usually see every once in a while doing stuff. Uh, but my gayest this week is, uh, um, my boyfriend of eight years, uh, proposed to me last night, and yeah, so that was pretty great. And so now I'm, uh, uh an engaged little man doing things, so I'm gonna try to be happy and stuff. Um, now, Mastratus also is involved with this um, engagement as well because um, I got engaged uh, in the middle of us uh, laying in bed <laughs> watching uh, Silent Library. So, if you ever watched MTV back in the early 2000s, Silent Library was just, just just a jam. And he's never seen the show before, so I introduced it to him. And so, yeah, and you've seen that show, it's, it's pretty straight. So, uh, yeah. So that, that was my things and uh, thank y'all for listening, and yeah, and happy 350th whenever that comes up. Uh, I'll try to be there for the live stream. Hello. Goodbye.
0: Brandon Pedigree, you're adorable. <laughs> thank you for being adorable. Thanks, Brandon. And congratulations on the engagement. That's fucking beautiful. That's
1: amazing. I yeah, wish, congrats. I,
0: I wish I wish when we all had drinks together in Seattle that we could have known that that was the future you're going to have. Because maybe I would have tried harder. No, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know if you're going to have had gotten engaged in the future. Yeah. So yeah. that we know whether to care about your significant other.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. I guess that's it we yeah. did, we we did it, yeah, thank you to all the circuit queens,
1: yeah, sorry for this episode. Oh, well. I hope we didn't screw it up or I, say things that were untrue
0: and and thank you to that Scott Larson person who said that circuit parties were about men's underwear, and um thank you to everybody
1: that listens and thank you to underwear thank you thank you underwear thank you underwear un uncredited for so much achievements the 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 uns uh, the unthong hero yeah. <laughs> okay and also i want to thank the following super Gap bridgers kit oliver andrew bugby william bryant christopher m john crowley Stephen porch yostosal harry shaw josh copeland jonathan montanias wadu forestnell patrick martin james barrow steve douglas explosive zonya michael cubington just jamie kevin henderson thomas b timothy sora dusty sands a.e coleman chris cachetorians and jerome york thank you for your support
0: thank you for your money <laughs> That is it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Cacciatore Studios. I'm Mike Johnson.
1: I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See ya. See you next week.
0: Puck boys get money.
1: Puck boys get money. Money.
0: money. Is said. That- fuck boys get money or two separate activities that i'm going to participate in i'm going to fuck boys and i'm going to get money
1: or is it fuck boys get money
0: yeah this is a real it's deep
1: it's deep (laughs) so many layers
0: (laughs) oh jesus christ kyle